I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Thursday, July 7th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance and tech, all in less than seven minutes. All right, to kick the episode off, Jay, I got to get something off my chest here. We made a mistake. We made actually two mistakes, and I want to give my heartfelt apology to our friends out west. No, Windsor does not get the most out in Canada. I, I made that up. Now, I think it is the warmest place in Ontario, but it does not get the most sun. In fact, guess where gets the most sun, Jay? Calgary. Calgary. Calgary which, gets the most sun. Which brings us to my apology today. I think a long time ago, I said their pathway that's above ground level, which I said was like plus 18. It's actually plus 15. I was three feet off, so I apologize. It's for plus 15 and Calgary is very sunny. We apologize to our friends out west. Our facts were off. But you know what, though? I, I do have to give a huge shout out to Fonzie, who let us know both of these corrections on Twitter. At one, we appreciate you listening. And two, we love the feedback. And so if you ever have an issue with something we say, DM us on Twitter, on the peak Twitter, on our personal Twitters. We love to hear about it. And so we don't like making mistakes. We definitely like to correct those mistakes when we do. Yeah, yours was a bigger mistake than mine. No offense. It was it was it was a it was a huge mistake, but I'm gonna repair it. I'm gonna repair it with our thought, the fact of the day. In fact, it's actually more of a warning of the day for Peak Pals. Now it feels like everyone's in Italy, but if you are planning to go to Italy, then you need to plan ahead if you want to go to Venice, because Venice is now requiring that tourists who are going for day trips make reservations and also pay 10 euro fee to better manage visitors in the historic center. That makes sense. It makes sense to me. Venice is chaotic, and so they probably could use some more controls. Yeah, I think their case controls. My in-laws, I believe, are going to Venice sometime this year, so they will get their euros ready. Brett, aside from having a 10 euro piece ready to go to Venice, what do we have for Peak Pals today? This is the comeback episode, Jay. This is when all of those errors, we push them aside and we focus on what at the task at hand, and that's delivering an excellent episode for the Peak Pals. For our first story, the global housing market is starting to feel the signs of a downturn. For our second story, we're fighting with New Zealand over cheese. And for our last story, Twitter is suing India. That's a pretty good mix of stories. Let me kick things off, Brett. For our first story, to make the home-owning Peak Pals feel a little bit better, we're not the only ones with the housing market in decline. Brett, who's on the housing price roller coaster with us? Yeah, so home prices around the globe, including in Australia, New Zealand, the US, and UK, are on the verge of decline, according to Capital Economics, which is a research group. Now, in a note by economist Neil Shearing, low rates drove an extraordinary and extraordinary global spike in home prices, and now rising rates are taking their toll. But not every country coming off a real estate tear will see comparable price drops because a housing downturn doesn't actually immediately equate to price drops, this according to Barron's. Now, the note outlines four stages of a housing decline. First, sentiment falls, then buyer traffic, then housing market activity measures. And then if we're lucky, Jay, or in my case, <laughs> if we're lucky, not so much in your case, prices do fall. Canada, along with the US, the UK, Australia, New Zealand, and Sweden, were all quick to hit stage three, which means we should expect to see prices fall soon for stage four. You know, I wouldn't hold my breath on that, but let's let's see where it plays out. Now, shearing anticipates the greatest declines in Canada and New Zealand. Surprise, surprise, where prices could fall by 20% and the smallest in the U.S. where prices could fall by about 5%. Home prices in Toronto and Vancouver have already declined more than 11 and 13% since February of this year. And that's according to recent release data. And here's the bottom line. Housing pains may span globally, but in Canada's housing-dependent economy, a blow to prices could have a significant and disproportionate impact on the overall economy.
Now, for our second story, even the best of friends fight sometimes, Jay. You know, even you and I, we might get into a, a, a spat here and there, be it over passing comments that go too far or not inviting you along to the now delayed Justin Bieber's Justice Tour. But, Jay, we're not fighting, but who is fighting? Well, in the case of international trade, longtime pals and actually compatriots in the housing crunch, Canada and New Zealand are bickering over new Canadian dairy policies that are hampering New Zealand's export ambitions. And here's what's happening, Brett. This week, New Zealand's trade minister met unsuccessfully with Canadian counterparts to discuss formal claims that Canada violated the Trans-Pacific Partnership, the TPP, and their, their trade agreement by not expanding access to its dairy market. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Look, the two countries did not reach a resolution, which could lead to an official trade panel review. Now, Canada caps the amount of foreign dairy that importers can buy without tariffs. But New Zealand claims these allowances are primarily given to processors who import cheap products used to make more expensive items like frozen pizza. It's cheap, but it's delicious, Jay. It is delicious. I do love some frozen pizza. This means New Zealand's best cheeses, yogurts, and ice cream aren't getting into Canada, which the country claims cost almost $70 million over the first two years of the TPP. And Canada's dairy policies are also at the center of another formal trade dispute levied by the U.S. under the U.S.-Mexico-Canada trade agreement for similar reasons. I umsica is how I like to call it. So, Jay, why should Peak Pals care about our fight with our Pacific Pals? Well, you mean besides the fact we're not getting the best cheese that Kiwi it's a shame. have to offer? It's really, it is Ooh. a shame. Love that, that Kiwi milk and cheese. The dispute puts Canada in an awkward place. Still, given domestic dairy producers' rising costs, Canada might be more interested in keeping the industry strong and protecting its $22.4 billion dairy trade surplus than appeasing New Zealand's demands. You've got to think it can't be that good by the time it gets here. It must take weeks. It's You're an expert on global dairy trade. I, I yeah. forgot about that. And for our third and final story, Brett, Twitter is taking on the world's largest democracy and suing the Indian government after Twitter was forced to remove content and block dozens of accounts from its platform under India's internet laws. Twitter just can't get out of the news these days, Brett. If it's not this, it's Elon Musk. What is happening in India? First of all, I'm just concerned now that we're going to have to apologize to our Kiwi friends tomorrow. But earlier this week, we're going to move, we're going to keep going here. Yeah. Earlier this week, Twitter obeyed a government order to remove accounts and content that violated India's internet laws on obscenity and defamation, but is now seeking judicial protection from decisions like this in the future, per the New York Times. To get you caught up, last year, India passed new laws that gave the government wide-ranging powers to police online content and required social media platforms, well, like Twitter, to warn users not to post anything that's defamatory or misleading, among other fun adjectives. Oh, that's pretty broad, Jay. I yeah, feel like okay. I'd be in violation of that all the time. Critics have said that the Indian government has used the new laws as a pretense to crack down on dissent and remove public voices that are critical of the ruling BJP party, and Twitter has already refused to take down accounts of critical journalists and politicians. Well, you've already defamed Calgary in this episode alone. But in Canada, the federal government has proposed two new bills this year that seek to regulate online content, one focused on streaming, another on online news, while workshopping a future Online Harms Act that could feature the creation of a digital safety commissioner with the power to block websites deemed harmful, kind of like India. But we will never be blocked, Jay. I'll, I'll, I'll apologize till the end of day to make sure we don't get blocked out of these are all very different from India's laws, but they still represent a potential thorn in Twitter's side, with Twitter Canada's former head of public policy calling potential online harms measures, quote-unquote, 
authoritarian. That's a, those are pretty strong words. <laughs> pretty strong words. And here's why Pete Pal should care. Though Twitter has made it clear it's not suing simply to overturn the decision and not India's laws, the suit is still a sign that big tech isn't going to roll over for government policies and the fight for control of online information. As more countries adopt new internet rules, more lawsuits might be in the future, including from Twitter. Big Bells, thanks for making us the most listened to and only daily Canadian business news podcast in the country. If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. And as always, thanks to Dale Richardson, 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode. Thank you, Dale. And thank you, Brett. And Brett, tomorrow, I'm bringing the fact of the day. It's going to be music inspired. Are you going to be ready for that? I, I am. Your last one was pretty good. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I better do some research then. Brett, have a good day. You too.